98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says there is no separation of powers in Hong Kong, backing up comments made by her Education Secretary. The government's free COVID-19 testing scheme gets underway. And school students have been attending briefing sessions on campus, ahead of the resumption of face-to-face classes later this month. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has made clear her view that there is no separation of powers in Hong Kong. She said there was no such thing in the basic law. Mrs Lam also hit out at a union that had criticised the government's free COVID-19 testing scheme, which began today. Priscilla Ung reports. Education Chief Kevin Young raised eyebrows yesterday by saying it was factually incorrect for school books to suggest Hong Kong had a separation of powers between the executive, the legislative and the judicial branches. While speaking to reporters ahead of her weekly Executive Council meeting, the CE said she fully supports Mr. Young's comments, stressing there was no such thing as separation of powers in the basic law. She said society had had an incorrect understanding of the mini-constitution all along, though she did say the three branches do provide checks and balances on each other. Meanwhile, Mrs. Lam also dismissed comments made by the Hospital Authority Employees Alliance Union, which had earlier called on the public to boycott the government's universal COVID-19 testing program due to concerns over safety and efficacy. The chief executive once again stressed the tests were completely safe, adding that the alliance should consider the intention and details of the program fairly and objectively. She was asked whether people's distrust of the government had affected turnout. I don't think it has anything to do with, uh, with the government's uh, popularity, but it does have something to do uh, with uh, people who either because they don't understand the details of the program, the procedures, the safeguards that we have put in place, that they try to cause uh, worries and fears amongst the people. Uh, so they will have less confidence in coming forward. The CE once again called on members of the public to back the program, saying it is a very important strategy towards curbing the spread of the coronavirus. Mrs Lam said around 10,000 people had been tested in the first two hours. Members of the public have been able to book an appointment for the test online since last week at one of 141 testing centres. Mr Chair was among those in the queue in Quarry Bay. The government has arranged a testing free of charge and we, we, we have to come here as a citizen okay, to check whether we have been infected or not so that we, we feel comfortable ourselves and for the others. This man who took the test at the Wan Chai Exhibition Centre said everything went smoothly. He said it took him only a few minutes and it was his civic duty to take the test. Well, I think it's, you know, it's important to do the test to make sure to eradicate you know, this virus as quickly as possible. But also, you know, maybe to find out there's a lot of asymptomatic carriers, so you need to break the invisible transmission chain. That's why I took it also, and part of civic duty also. Yeah, I think it was smooth. It was, uh, I would say, pretty efficient, uh, quick, and not very, a bit of discomfort, but not, not painful at all, I would say. An infectious diseases expert has advised people not to eat or drink about two hours before taking the test, which involves a throat and nasal swab. Dr Joseph Zung says swabbing might trigger a person's gag reflex. Dr Zung said he took a test this morning in Mong Kok and it took about 30 seconds to complete. He said he was at the centre for about 10 minutes. Overall, the procedures uh, is quite smooth. All the people are quite distant apart so at least two metres apart. The environment is quite uh, decent, 
the hygiene standard is quite good. When I was undergoing the testing by the nurses, uh, they did it in a very professional way. Former Chief Executive Tung Chi Wah is calling on people to join the community testing, saying everyone should do their part to help contain the spread of the virus. Speaking to reporters after taking a coronavirus test in Wan Chai, Mr Tung said taking the test protects people around him. Meanwhile, the hospital authority says it is ready to handle any coronavirus cases identified through the mass, t- mass testing programme. Its head, Tony Ko, said that that 1,000 beds were ready at Asia World Expo and Lei Yu Moon Holiday Village. He said it was wrong for the Frontline Staff Union, VHA Employees Alliance, to call for a boycott of the testing. He said the tests will find asymptomatic carriers, help cut infection chains and allow public services, including those run by the hospital authority, to resume sooner than later. Students in local schools have been attending briefing sessions on campus despite face-to-face classes not resuming for at least another three weeks. Today is the first day of online classes since the summer break. Secretary for Education Kevin Young attended an opening ceremony at a primary school and encouraged students to stay positive amid adversary. Some schools have opened for students who have difficulty with online learning, while others held briefing sessions. This secondary three student says he'll attend a briefing at St Stephen's Church College. I'm going back to prepare for the start of school. We'll hand in homework, and our teachers will tell us which classes we're assigned to. There will be two days, with different forms coming today or tomorrow. We'll start online learning after coming to school today and tomorrow. Hong Kong Exchanges and Clearing says it has a strong listing pipeline for the local bourse over the next six months. The chair of the stock exchange operator, Laura Cha, told a biotech summit the Hong Kong market has remained resilient in the face of economic and social-political uncertainties that have been exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. She revealed that funds raised through initial public offerings here in the first seven months of the year were up more than 50% from a year ago, adding that there's been strong funding demand from biotech firms. In these challenging times, issuers, investors and market stakeholders have found Hong Kong to be a stable, consistent and reliable market. The biotech issuers that we have attracted to our market from mainland China reflect the rapid development of the healthcare industry brought about by the demand of China's large aging population. At the same time, HKEX is working in parallel to attract more companies from fast-growing economies and markets such as Southeast Asia and Israel to our market in the field of biotechnology. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has expressed concern about a pregnant woman who appeared to be dragged to the ground as police tried to arrest a man at a protest last night in Mong Kok, where people had gathered to mark one year since police stormed into a train station during anti-government protests. Mrs Lam said she hoped there wouldn't be a repeat of such an incident. She said scenes of law enforcement were often chaotic and police should review their operations when something undesirable happened. But Mrs Lam said if there hadn't been any trouble, officers wouldn't have needed to take action. Andy Yu is a district councillor who is helping the couple. I think the government and the executive forget why the people need to come out. Because last year, as ridiculous that as the violence by the police is not by the people. And therefore, the many people still remember that and come out and remember this thing. 
Nearly 1.4 million children in the mainland city of Wuhan are back in school from today after authorities reopened every school and nursery in the city where the coronavirus pandemic started in December. Here's the BBC's Vincent Nye. Wuhan was the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak in China. Deaths in the city accounted for 80% of the national total. And from late January, people living there were under lockdown for nearly 11 weeks. Now, in a sign of progress, nearly 1.4 million students across the city are finally being asked to go back to the classroom as the autumn term starts. This highly symbolic move does not mean Wuhan is completely safe from the virus, however. The city administration said it had drawn up emergency plans to switch back to online teaching if risk levels change. The number of people who've tested positive for coronavirus in the United States has passed the 6 million mark. The Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore says the U.S. has added a million more cases in less than a month. Just over 180,000 people have died from the virus. The United States has the highest number of infections and the worst fatalities in the world. But at a news briefing, the White House Press Secretary, Kelly McKenney, said the country was coping well with the pandemic. We are encouraged to see a drop in cases, deaths, hospitalizations, and very encouraged that we have one of the lowest case fatality rates in the world. In fact, ours is 3.1%. EU and UK together is 10.5%. So we're encouraged that our therapeutics are working um, and saving lives. Brazil, with more than 3,800,000 cases, is second. President Trump has attacked the Democratic candidate for the U.S. presidency, Joe Biden, saying his rival has been weak in the face of recent street protests. Earlier, Mr. Biden accused President Trump of stoking politically explosive violence and seeking to instill fear in America and being unable to control supporters acting like an armed militia. Donald Trump is determined to instill fear in America. That's what his entire campaign for the presidency has come down to, fear. But I believe Americans are stronger than that. I believe will be guided by the words of Pope John Paul II, words drawn from the scriptures. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Fear never builds the future, but hope does. The Palestinian Hamas movement, which has been running the Gaza Strip since 2007, says it's reached a de-escalation agreement with Israel. There have been mediation efforts from Egypt, the United Nations and Qatar. Is the BBC's Youssef Taha. Tension has been high between Israel and Hamas, with Tel Aviv tightening its blockade of the occupied territory, demanding that Hamas put an end to the launching of incendiary balloons and rockets into Israel. A source close to Hamas said Israel had agreed to supply Gaza's only power plant with fuel, which Qatar will pay for, and allow the entry of medical supplies to treat the rising number of patients with COVID-19 and agree to some projects to be built on the Strip to reduce unemployment. There is so far no confirmation from Israel. Stocks and a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,185. That's nearly nine points up on the previous close. Currencies, US dollars trading at 105.72 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and 19 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 39 cents. Sport now and here's Adam Chung.
Let's start with tennis. Novak Djokovic remains unbeaten in 2020 as he cruised into the second round of the U.S. Open. The world number one breezed past the Bosnian Damian Zumer in straight sets and picked up his 24th win on the year. Djokovic is targeting an 18th Grand Slam title in the absence of Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. The ninth-seeded Diego Schwartzman of Argentina is out. He was beaten by Britain's 76th-ranked Cameron Norrie, who saved two match points before winning in five sets and almost four hours. The women's top seed Karolina Pliskova breezed past Ukraine's Annalena Kalinina, 6-4, 6-love. Pliskova is the number one seed in the absence of Ashley Barty and Simona Halep. American teenager Coco Goff, who reached the third round last year, was beaten by Anastasia Sevastova. 2018 champion Naomi Osaka needed three sets to get past fellow Japanese Misaki Doi. Home favorite Serena Williams begins her campaign tonight against fellow American Christy Ann. Williams says she's been trying to adjust to the new tennis schedule. Normally you feel a little more worn in and ready to get this final slam over, but it's not even the final slam anymore, well, for this year at least, so um, I don't really know how to feel. I'm definitely not fatigued in a sense of match play at all, or any, or even physically, so it's just different. Jimmy Butler stepped up for the Miami Heat as they stunned the top-ranked Milwaukee Bucks in Game 1 of their second-round NBA playoff series. Butler scored 40 in Miami's 115-104 victory. Um, if we play basketball the right way, not turn the ball over guard the way we're supposed to guard, we can win any game. We can compete with anybody. Um, but I think there's so many areas that we can still get better. Um, we're going to go back. We're going to study this film. For me, I just I do what my coaches need me to do and what my teammates need me to do. Um, if that's guard, I guard. Hopefully, if that's make a couple shots, I can do that as well. As for the Bucks, their MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo was held to less than 20 points by Miami for a second time this season. The Bucks have also dropped game one for the second series in a row. Well, I want to be more aggressive, obviously. You know, when you the game is over and you look at the stat sheet and you see 12 shots, you kind of wonder, uh, you know, why you know, why I didn't shoot more, could I be more aggressive? But I think you know, I was just trying to make the right play and uh, I was... Uh, it was my mindset the whole game, and you know, win or lose, you gotta live with it. The Oklahoma City Thunder forced Game 7 in the first-round series against the Houston Rockets. Chris Paul played 40 minutes, scoring 28 points for OKC. They won 104-100. to And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says there is no separation of powers in Hong Kong, backing up comments made by her Education Secretary. The government's free COVID-19 testing scheme gets in the way, and school students have been attending briefing sessions on campus ahead of the resumption of face-to-face classes later this month. That's the news from RTHK. The Diploma Yi Gene Program is now open for enrollment. It is comparable to Level 2 standard in the Hong Kong Diploma of Secondary Education Examination in five subjects, including Chinese language and English language. The Diploma Yi Gene is also a Qualifications Framework Level 3 program. It gives you a recognized qualification to further your studies or apply for a job. Visit the website www.yijin.edu.hk for program details and apply to institutions.
Due to the volatile COVID-19 situation, the public should stay at home and avoid going out, in particular elderly persons, as they have higher risk of severe illness. Family and friends should help them with shopping and other daily needs. If elderly persons must go out, they need to wear a mask and wash hands frequently. Pay attention to the latest situation. See your doctor promptly if feeling unwell, even if the symptoms are mild. Let's fight the virus together.
afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon.